What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Alicast. It is I, of course, your host, Phantom Alicard, here giving you the latest news in gaming, movies, TV, anime, and sometimes uh, music. Uh, and today, uh, I have I have to say that I'm very excited to do this episode because of the simple fact that a lot happened this week. Uh, we had uh, a Nintendo Direct, we had a Ubisoft board, and we had a state of play uh, in which we're going to get into a little bit of the announcements um, and talk a little bit about that. But I also want to talk about like the showcasing, the showcasing, how it looks, uh, how I feel about it. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping to definitely engage with you all on this particular topic because this one... Um, I'm actually quite passionate about when it comes to uh, announcements. And uh, if you listen to the last episode, uh, you know that things were kind of a little, I don't, I won't say they were like spicy, but um, they definitely, the temperature in the room, I, I definitely raised the temperature in the room a little bit just because like it was something that was near and dear to me as far as like uh, being a small content creator. Let me tell you that the temperature is only going to raise in this episode just because of the things that I notice about showcases, and maybe you will actually see some of these things. Maybe you'll disagree with them. I'll have my Twitter link in the description. I'll be talking about this quite a bit uh, on uh, on every platform. Um, so with that being said, because everything happened so, because everything happened, a lot happened this week, I cannot do this. I cannot release this episode Um traditionally because of the simple fact that there's ah man if i do it too late i feel like i'll miss the mark and the conversation is dead at the end of the day so with that being said uh make sure you check this make sure you check this out on uh, youtube for anybody that's on spotify listening on spotify and and or apple Podcasts. and for my youtube listeners if you if you don't want to listen to this at work uh make sure you check this out on spotify and uh uh, and I meant watch this at work. Uh, make sure you check this out at Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. Uh, uh, so as far as the topics for today, uh, I want to try to keep this short, but uh, I, I, I'm not sure how, how short this is actually going to be. So uh, uh, let's jump into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk. Let us talk first about Ubisoft Forward. Of course, Ubisoft Forward was about a, about a couple hours long. Uh, it had a lot of uh, it had a lot of side side announcements. Like it talked about uh, Riders Republic DLC. Uh, talked about Skull and Bones. Uh, we had some TV shows come out. Some uh, new seasons of some TV shows coming. Uh, I believe on Netflix. Uh, starring uh uh ashley birch which i am actually a pretty big fan of her since the days of uh what is it uh uh hey ask what you plan i remember those days i'm sure a lot of you do as well if you if you are not familiar with her i am a big fan as far as that goes haven't really paid attention to a lot of her 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 workings as far as like uh tv shows in, in fact i wasn't even aware she was a part of tv shows now i know that she does a lot of voice acting for stuff like uh, 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 Borderlands and whatnot. Uh, she also did voice acting for 
uh, Mortal Kombat, so on and so forth. But anyway, on to, on to some of the other announcements. I believe I, I talked a little bit about Riders Republic. You've got uh, new BMX bikes coming, uh, new tricks, so on and so forth. So that's pretty cool. If anybody has never played uh, uh, Riders Republic, actually, Riders Republic is actually pretty good. Uh, I know I haven't done a lot. I, I haven't done like a review on it. Um, I kind of want to do it, but at the same time, I've been so boggled. Uh, I've been boggled down uh, for time when it comes to like personal stuff. So I'll, I'll try and kind of get a little, I'm, I might do a little review on it, but I do highly recommend that you check it out. Um, it's a pretty good game. If you've never played Amped, like Amped 3, uh, you are uh, missing out. Um, it's basically what Riders Republic kind of reminds me of. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited for I'm really excited to see what they do with Riders Republic. And I'm glad they didn't just throw it to the wayside, right? Like, that would be so trash. Because, like, I get that you have another flagship. You have a whole flagship series. Like, but to throw this kind of game away, like, that would be a waste of time. So, moving on, they, they announced some new DLC for uh, Division 2. Uh, it's called the Division Heartland, which is going to be based in a small town. Uh, also, they uh, talked about a little bit about the mobile series where uh, where the mobile series of Division, where you'll be able to revisit the you'll be able to visit the dark zones and everything like that. So that's all right. I haven't played Division in like what, like two, three years. So uh, if, you're, if you're still a Division fan, this is good for you. Um of course, they have Rainbow Rainbow Six Mobile. They talked about uh, again. I'm not gonna get into like the shows that they talked about. They did a whole lot though at the end of the show. A whole lot of uh, Assassin's Creed announcements. Uh, which the biggest one being Mirage, which I'm, I'm I'm actually looking forward to that. Like I'm not too too big on the the uh, the Assassin's Creed series. I mean, besides like. Uh, Origin got me got me back into it. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Odyssey got me back into it. Valhalla, you lost me on that one. You lost me with Valhalla. But of course, they announced some uh, the final chapter for Valhalla, which uh, should be interesting for those that are interested in that. Um, they had a lot, a lot, a lot of of uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed announcements. Like they had Jade Project Jade, which is based in China. They had the the one finally, which I'm actually gonna try this out too. Uh, which is one Assassin's Creed based in Japan, in feudal Japan, which I'm actually looking forward to that. I believe a lot of people were talking about that, like uh, when Ghost of Tsushima came out. A lot of people correlated uh, Ghost of Tsushima as like a Japanese version of Assassin's Creed. So I'm quite interested to see what they do when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, this particular title uh they have a whole uh a whole system coming out uh it's called uh, what is it called they have uh assassin's creed hexa coming out which actually uh, that left me questioning like because it had like uh if you watch the the trailer that they presented it was probably about like a minute trailer if that uh and it kind of showed like what looked like some witchcraft shit uh, so hopefully that's another installment, maybe you never know. Um, but they announced, uh, they announced, 
uh, or they talk a little bit more about uh, the Assassin's Creed uh, community uh, type. I, 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 the people are speculating it's a game, like it's a multiplayer game. Like they, they, they go, they go through the the uh, the interview saying it is possibly a multiplayer game, but it's mainly a, a thing to bring the community, uh, the Assassin's Creed community together. So I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, if one thing Ubisoft is good, because I'm not, uh, let me tell you something. Like the one thing I did like about the show is that they trolled themselves heavily when they talked about. Well, we don't only make open world games, right? Um, the, but but I like how they trolled themselves. But the one thing I can congratulate them on is that they really know how to how to get the community together. As far as if you are a Ubisoft fan, they are really good with uh, community engagement. So if if nothing else, if nothing else, I will give them their flowers for that. Uh, moving on, we got a Nintendo Direct. Uh, that happened that happened Tuesday, which was quite interesting. Uh, one thing that a lot of people said, and I, I will agree with this, there was a lot of RPGs, there's a lot of farming simulators, but there was some interesting titles that actually got announced, um, uh, such as like Fatal Frame, uh, Mask of the Lunar of the Lunar Eclipse, which I I am a big fan of um of Fatal Frame, even though I was very disappointed and made it of the black water towards like maybe the middle of the game. But I, I didn't even know this game existed until about two years ago. Uh, there's two installments I haven't played. I haven't played Fatal Frame 3 and I haven't played this one. But I didn't know this one never came stateside. So it's actually pretty exciting to actually get to experience that. Pulling out the old version of the camera obscura hopefully and i'm really hoping i'm really hoping that it's not as uh oh man because i felt this way with with maiden of the black water for the switch i hope it's not like really janky and that i don't have to like um uh i don't I, i don't struggle with the camera so much uh but the good part about that with maiden of the black water is is that it it added a little bit to the panic to the to the panic factor so i i won't be too harsh on it but it did add to the panic factor and but i still wasn't a big fan of it when it came to other aspects of the game now they had xenoblade uh chronicles 3 expansion pass announcement which uh introduced a new character which is coming october 13th um they had the spongebob squarepants uh a new spongebob squarepants game the cosmic the cosmic shake now i am not a big fan of uh like cartoon to video game types but this one actually looked all right i might have, i might actually had to have to try this out of course they had the fitness the fitness boxing with the fist of the north star um they had the oddballers which actually looks pretty fun it looks like a kind it kind of looks like a knockoff version of fallout guys or, or fall guys fallout guys uh it looks like a knockoff version of fall guys which i'm uh, i, I kind of want to try this out it, it has an online player uh, a, uh online uh online mode which actually looks pretty fun i'm looking forward to that of course they announced tunic coming out uh Tunic is all right if you haven't played it before, but when they showed the announcement for it, like it kind of looked, it kind of looked a little choppy. It didn't look as good uh, as it did when I played it on the Xbox Series, um, or if you play it on like PS Five or anything, it does not look as good. Um, 
But for the Tunic fans, of course, if you are interested in that, it is coming to uh, it is coming September 27th. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Um, they have front missions, uh, front mission remakes coming, which is a tactical tactical RPG uh, coming out uh, next year. Uh, they they didn't really give like a a release date. They just more so kept the window open for this one. So uh, if you're into that then check that out of course they had uh they had a uh splatoon 3 announcement uh the the splash fest uh splash fest which runs from 5 p.m uh on september 23rd uh uh which yeah, looked all right and they they asked you the question like what would you take for survival which is fun food or uh, something else I can't remember like it wasn't that impactful to me because I don't play a Splatoon I will I probably will pick it up just to just to try it out but uh I haven't played the first two so I can't really speak on it too much now Octopath Traveler I have played and it was okay uh they have introduced a second uh a second installment which actually introduces a night and day system which uh dictates what happens to each character's stories and everything so it's a brand a brand new set of characters a brand new story um and brand new features so uh when is this dropping it's dropping february 24 uh 24th uh 20 uh 2023 and i want you all to pay close attention to what's happening here right there's a lot of dates coming up you're getting release dates you have some release windows um like for instance, odd, uh, oddballers coming early 2023. Uh, you have March 2023 for the fitness for the fitness boxing. Uh, you have, uh, uh, of course, we are, we're getting a very open window for the SpongeBob SquarePants game. Uh, you have the, the the opening for the expansion passes. Uh, you have a, a a kind of early frame for. For a fatal frame and early release window in the year but you don't have the specifics uh of course you have it takes two which i totally skipped over that because like i it's very innovative it's just not very impactful to me uh but even then you have a release date for that which is coming november 4th uh, you have uh fire emblem which was a big one uh i'm not i'm very i'm very fire emblems are very swing or miss for me uh, I did not pick up three houses. I don't because, like for me, I don't feel like uh, you need to play a Fire Emblem for 180 hours. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but for me, like man, like I deal with enough. I've dealt with enough open worlds, and let me tell you, I'm not a big fan. I'm not as much into the open world space as I used to be. So that one didn't really speak to me. But Fire Emblem engagement actually, or engage actually looks pretty solid and i might have to actually try this out so shout out to roxas if you want to try and convince me on this one you don't really have to i will fucks with this one uh of course you actually have a release window for it you actually have a release date for this one which is coming out january 20th 2023 of course they talked a little bit about mario uh, mario plus rabbits uh which actually looks really 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 good uh, looks really solid. Uh, solid. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, which shows, uh, which if you watch Ubisoft, which is something I didn't really talk about, but in the Ubisoft board, they showed 
Rayman DLC, which actually looks like I'm actually looking forward to see how that plays out. Um, of course, you got Room Factory. They had announcements for Nintendo 64, uh, which which there's a lot of games that I'm actually excited for. So they have the Pokemon Stadium, Stadium 2. They have 1080, which was my game. I, w- I actually thoroughly enjoyed that game when it first came out. And the struggle, because I, if I remember correctly, there was about 11 slopes. And I always struggled to get to the 11th slope. So I'm looking forward to trying it again. Of course, they have Mario Party 1 through 3, which I'm really excited about. And they did a last-minute thing. I, I don't know if it was to try to hype the hype the group up. I don't think they really needed to do it, though. But uh, they announced that 007 GoldenEye has an online mode, and it's coming to the Nintendo 64 uh, app. So it, 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 looks pretty, it looks pretty solid. So I'm, I'm actually interested in trying the online mode out. Of course, now... Uh, I'll I'll, t- I'll touch base on this a little bit now. It was announced that Microsoft uh, does have a Golden Eye of their own coming out, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. Now, a lot of people are saying that this looks this looks fucked up or that it looks funny, but we'll see what happens. But I'm gonna speculate this. I'm gonna do a bold speculation here. I'm gonna speculate that this Golden Eye is going to try and match wits with or they're going to try and combine crossplay with the golden eye of of uh Microsoft or of Xbox. That's bold. It's bold. But let's see what happens. It's just speculating. Um of course the Mario titles, uh, the Mario Party titles are coming out this year sometime. Uh the Golden Eye uh is coming soon, but they don't have like any official release dates. Uh, the rest have a, a, re- a release window of next year. So let's see what happens. Uh, of course, they have Factorio, all kinds of other games. Um, they, they, they're they giving a second update to Mario Strikers, Strikers Battle League, which I'll be honest, I haven't really touched it uh, since it first came out. Uh, it doesn't, it, it, just, it just doesn't pique my interest. I think that they add, if they find a way to add like some extra playing modes, or they add more characters than just two characters per. But I had a feel like I had a feeling that they were gonna do this DLC shit. Um, if they found a way to do that, I think it would pique my interest a little bit more. Add more maps. Add things that make make sense. Like uh, I, I think that will change a lot of how I view Mario Strikers Battle League. Um, there was a lot they have. Uh, of course, they had the Mario. Cart eight deluxe booster uh, booster court pass wave three. Uh, they had the Wii Sports uh, free golf update, and they announced Pikmin four. Which actually, if you're not a Pikmin, if you're not a Pikmin fan, you're not. It's not gonna touch. It, it's not. It's not gonna hit you in the feels as much as it does for me. But I'm actually looking forward to Pikmin four. I want to. I want to see what they do with it. Uh, of course, just dance. Uh, they did that with uh, with uh, with forward two, but. It's not really impactful if you're not a big fan of it. If you are, if you are, kudos to you. You have a 2023 edition coming. Um, of course, Ed, uh, they talked about a little bit about Bayonetta. Uh, they're releasing Resident Evil games, which is coming. Like they have Resident Evil Village. They have Biohazard. Uh, they have two and three remakes, I believe. And I don't think there was actually a 
release window for this one. Yeah, there was no release window for this one. Of course, Sifu. Uh, Sifu is coming to the Switch coming this October. Uh, Crisis Core for Final Fantasy VII fans coming this December 13th. Of, of the, this December 13th. Uh, there was just a lot of things like Tales of Symphonia Remastered is coming. I'm kind of over. I'm kind of over the remastered thing. They have Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe dropping February 24th, 2023. And the final, the final announcement, which Zelda, the new Zelda, finally got a name, Tears of the Kingdom. And let me tell you, man, like, honestly, with the trailer that they, this is the one thing that Nintendo is really good at. Like, and they, the only person that matches them on this is Kojima. They are really good with their big titles that they know are big, that people are anticipating. They're really good at hooking you in to such small trailers and leaving you asking so many questions. They know how to pique your interest for it. Let me tell you, from the little bit of the trailer, and this is just me, but from what I gather from a little bit of the trailer, it looks like they're kind of returning to like this formula, like they're keeping... They're keeping the Breath of the Wild formula, but they're adding in the Skyward Sword type formula. So I, I'm interested to see what they do with that. I'm interested. I'm, I'm more curious to see what is going on with the kingdom. You see like things in the sky. You see them flying down to to uh, to land. And this looks like a repetition of history. So does that mean that we're going to see Ganondorf? Are we going to see Demise's return? Or what are we going to see from... Uh, tears of the kingdom and guess what this game has a release date coming may 12th of 2023 and i think that is pretty fucking exciting that we are getting a release date for this game now and i know if you are listening to this the judging by the tone i know i might get heat for it i don't care PlayStation state of play was a few hours after, after the direct, about 20 minutes, 20 minutes per se. They start off the show showing Tekken 8. Tekken 8 looks good for a vertical slice. Looks great. But I don't believe this is gameplay footage. I'm going to skip over some of this in this article, too, because uh, they're kind of doing this out of order. Now, after that, they announce a couple of VR titles, which is Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy or Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. It doesn't look all that great to me. Uh, and Demio, which is a tabletop, which is a tabletop uh, VR game, which I don't really see the point of that. And uh, I believe that's a port over like it's been ported from steam if i'm not mistaken like you all can correct me on that if i'm wrong um of course this one actually looks really good uh yakuza is spin spinoff uh uh which is actually getting a western release uh, apparently this game never got a release and they said that they're rebuilding this game from the ground up uh and it looks really really good so uh it's slated to come in february 2023 uh, so let's see what happens with that. Of course, they talked about uh, exclusive quest for PlayStation, which 
uh, which is like a, a like a spooky like according to this is a shop in a creepy basement. It's supposed to be like a really scary theme, but for for Harry Potter for anybody as a Harry Potter th- fan, like what is really what isn't what, like what is this like adding it like there were creepy elements already to Harry Potter. Like what makes this any different? So, I mean, I'm looking forward to, uh, Hogwarts legacy, but at the same time, um, I don't think this was like a really big announcement. Um, they had this game Pacific drive, which looked really, it looked to me, it looks subpar and it looks really, really like it just doesn't hook my attention. Uh, which basically you are some person in a car that you upgrade the car uh, for survival, shit like that. It doesn't look all that great. Uh, they talked a little bit about their Stars Loyalty Program, which is rolling out this month, so uh, stay tuned for that for everybody that's on PlayStation. Um, of course, they had Sin Duality uh, from Bandai Namco, which is slated for a 2023 release window. No specific month, just a really big, a really big window. Project Eve, which was renamed Stellar Blade, uh, doesn't doesn't really hook my attention either. Uh, based off of the name alone, like you should have stuck with Project Eve. Uh, doesn't really have a release window at all. Uh, of course, we have a open world samurai game called Rise of the Ronin, uh, slated for 2024. And man, I'm I, when I say I'm gonna try and keep this as brief as possible. I want to try and keep it as brief as possible because, I, again, pay attention to why I'm saying everything that I'm saying uh, because it's going to be, um, it's, it's, it's definitely not going to be anything light of heart when I try to make these, what I think about these showcases. Like, I, 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 like you have to pay attention to this stuff. So it's slated for 2024, basically based in uh, the Tokugawa era, I believe where the uh the westerners started to invade uh, invade Japan. Uh so I'm interested to see what they do with that. They're missing some things. There was something that they're missing and I swear that they're missing it. There was basically a a total of 9 announcements. Uh and there was a couple of games. I actually believe that uh two of them are specifically for PlayStation 5 and one of them being Rise of the Ronin. But you finally get to the end of the show, and it's a pattern with all of these, with all of the showcases. So they show off their massive game, uh, and I'm really surprised that this game didn't get pushed back again. Uh, not that we really knew when this game was supposed to come out, uh, but I'm a little suspicious of it. So they start off the announcement with a limited edition God of War Ragnarok controller, which I'm just like, okay, you could you could have announced that anywhere else. Um, uh, and that would have been great uh, for anybody that was interested in that, right? I don't think you needed to stay to play for that. But then they go into uh, God of War Ragnarok trailer, which is a brand new trailer. It's it's something that we haven't seen. Uh, and they kind of go into some of the fight scenes, but they don't really give you like all of the details. Something that somebody made made light of is that with the with the God of War before this, you actually got gameplay for it. Not so much this time. Like, even with Forbidden West, you got a, I believe it was about a half hour of a demo gameplay of what is what is actually taking place in that game, right? You don't really get that here. 
you're getting a, another vertical slice, which people are looking at that and saying, well, the gameplay looks phenomenal. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm looking forward to God of War Ragnarok 2. I just have an issue with the fact that you haven't even showed this game. You didn't have a you didn't have a real solid release date until the summertime. We had no idea when this game was coming out until the summer, until the summer, uh, until summertime. I'm not sure how I feel about this game, but it does look like it's the last, it does look like Kratos might actually be calling, it might be an end to Kratos, which if that's the case, like just end the series here, you you have a good end if it's a good game. Uh, and this Aside from all the other games that they announced, it's still uh, this November. Uh, gosh damn, I wish I could remember uh, which date it was. Uh, but they stayed true to the date, and that's cool. Now we're going to get into the greats, the greatest part of the show, which is what I thought of each show. And I want to dive in a little bit into what I feel is happening with all of these shows. I don't really have much to say as a forward. It was Ubisoft. It was, it was Ubisoft. I expected a lot of, a lot of Assassin's Creed. Uh, I expected open world titles, you know, shit that Ubisoft does. Uh, again, they had some things that actually hooked me like Mirage. Mirage looks good. Nintendo direct. Well, not the greatest, still had more to offer to me in the amount of time that they showed everything that they showed. And like I said, they showed a lot of farming and a lot of RPGs. If you're not an RPG fan, then it's not going to, it's not going to touch you as much. Uh, but as far as that goes, it was a fairly decent show. It wasn't like terrible. It just was, it was a lot of games that people aren't going to feel now. PlayStation state of play it's going to be very controversial i feel like it was a waste of time i don't feel like we needed a state of play i feel like the state of play was just a waste of my fucking 20 minutes of watching but like playstation like in playstation fashion they've been playing follow the leader for the better part of two years and i would argue that they've been playing follow the leader for the better part of uh for the better part of 15 years uh probably 17 years maybe longer than that not a big fan when it comes to how they do stuff. I'm a, let me let me just say this. I love their exclusive titles. Let me say that before I get to my critique of all of these showcases or, or this one in particular. I love their first, I love their exclusive content. I think it's great. I just think that they lean so much into the hype of pop culture. Like if they were to just focus on a lot of their exclusive content instead of trying to get out third-party titles to make it look like it is, um, to make it look like it is uh, Sony exclusive only, I think they would be in so much in such a better position. I think that if they would have, if they would have slated a release date for uh, God of War Ragnarok for around the same time as uh, Forbidden West, maybe at the exact same time but maybe a couple more a couple months uh increments uh in increments of two months they would have toppled they would have had a chance in toppling 
uh, Elden Ring. They would have totally dominated the space then. When you release games like Ratchet and Clank, great. That's great. That's great. For new players, that's great. For older players that aren't so interested in it, or for older players that are, and this is great for older players that are interested, but for those of us that are looking for you to like come out with the hard hitters that you're, that you're known for, it, it, like you need to focus on your, that exclusive content that you praise yourself so highly for and that your fans praise you so highly for, right? You're relying far too much on the third-party titles to get you by, and instead, this is why you have a problem with Microsoft taking taking uh buying Activision Blizzard because you are so much on this train of well it takes us too long to get our exclusive stuff out because you're busy trying to make it cinematic and shit and that's great but maybe you should focus on uh, uh exclusive content that isn't cinematic to get it out to hold the people's attention and when you focus on those third party those third party devs you are so i feel like it is insulting to the to the studios that you have called your own for so long because they work so hard so tirelessly they've gotten you game of the year and close to it for the better part of the uh, they've gotten you close for a few years now and it is ridiculous to me that instead of that instead of focusing on your exclusive titles and making the illusion that third-party games are exclusive to you and making yourself look worse by saying that by saying that these are exclusive only to us and then going and then turning around and then saying that what Microsoft is doing is unfair when you have been doing this for the better part of 10 years, now let's let's not do this and say that Microsoft has never done this or Nintendo has never done this. It happens in the gaming industry. But you, of all the corporations, to say that, it just looks nasty. And this show looked like a half-assed show, just like all of your previous other shows, where like the last one that was good because it was because Capcom carried it on its back. When you bring that to the table and then you bring this shit, it makes no sense to even have this show. It was trash. It was tr- it was straight fucking trash. All of your shows have looked like fucking last minute, like you put them together last minute. You're not even selling me on your VR content for crying out loud. Your VR content looks shit. You're not selling me on it. I can go go I can go get the same shit at Oculus. For half the price. And if there, if the rumors are true that you are talking about doing a price hike on your VR, why the fuck would I get a VR system from you? Now, a smart deal would have been that if you were going to raise your prices, and I know this has nothing to do with the showings, right? I'll get back to that. I'm, all, I'm on a little bit of a tangent here. But if you are going to sell your your PlayStation, your PlayStation 5, which is getting a, which has another remodel to it, if you're going to sell it at a higher price, then why not just throw the VR system in it? It would make sense then to just have a bundle, a bundled VR system with a PlayStation 5. And then I could understand the price hikes in certain in certain areas. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people 
uh, that own PlayStations? Because here's another factor is that there's still a lot of people that don't have PlayStations, and now you just made it harder for them to get it. I know a lot of you fans that have PlayStations are going to say, well, that's not my problem. I'm not in those regions where price hikes are. I got a PlayStation 5 right off the bat. That's great for you, but you do not make up the full fucking, uh, you do not make up the whole fucking gaming community at all. Get out of your fucking cells. Go touch some fucking grass or something. But you don't make up the you don't make up that the whole community. If you were gonna do that, and then you put on these half-ass shows, and then you bitch about Microsoft taking Activision Blizzard and worrying about whether or not that you're going to that that you're gonna see COD on your fucking system again, maybe you should have thought about that while you had the lead in the previous gen. When you were taking timed exclusivity content, you were taking content out of games that were already 60 bucks and then still having Activision Blizzard charge 60 bucks for content that we weren't even getting for uh, for anybody other and I have a PS4 just just uh just to be uh uh just to be on the uh uh just as a disclaimer, I have a PS4. So but at the, but but still, it looks nasty. You you paid 200 million dollars just to keep off couple hours of content and now you're mad because it's on a different scale but then you put on shows like this let me tell you something and this doesn't just go for for sony too because i got some for microsoft too if you have another showcase microsoft by this year you better show some really good shit because at the end of the day these showcases look more or less the same and the funny part about all of this is is that sony has been playing the fucking field they are reaching they don't have fucking titles that are except for ragnarok that is slated to come out this year they have it's either a large window they're playing it safe they have a large window that is open for 2023 and then you're announcing games for 2024 that's what they did with spider-man that's what they did with wolverine and it's just like holy shit man why the fuck are you announcing this if these aren't even ready it makes no sense. You are reaching at this point, and you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what will make a state of play a better show than the rest of these. Because you want to know something? It, all of these are subjective. You can like whatever, whatever, what, whichever showcase you want. But the fact of the matter is this: that if you are going to, if you're going, you you can criticize each one of these showings, and you can say whatever you want about Nintendo. But at least Nintendo is actually fucking giving you dates. And the one thing I love about their showcases all the time is that they have a disclaimer that says, we'll give you dates, but, you know, that is subject to change. At least they're doing that. At least they're giving you an actual date for most of their games, and you're actually getting them. The one problem that I have with Sony is that they've been doing this for, like, the last few showcases that they've had, where it's just like they'll announce these games to get people hyped, and then they'll give you, like, these these windows of, of time, like uh, these large windows of time, which normally span a whole fucking year, maybe half a year, maybe a quarter of the year, and you just never know when they're coming out. They did this with Ragnarok, and that's why Ragnarok looks so fucking suspicious to me. You can say whatever you want about the vertical slice. I have seen nothing of them playing the actual game, and this is the same shit that you fucking fanboys will sit there and get on Microsoft about when it comes to vertical slices, but Sony does the same shit. 
it's time we start holding all of these companies accountable for what it is that they're doing. Like Microsoft, for instance. Let me get into their showcases for a second. You know what I hate about Microsoft? I hate the fact that Microsoft will announce 150 games and then they'll fucking sit there and turn around and they will announce two, they'll bring out two of those fucking titles and they're boring as shit. They are absolutely boring. Nobody will fucking play them. If you go through, if you go through their store and you look up the rating system, yeah, sure, it only makes up maybe a percentage, but man, I swear, there should be way more people for these games that you're that you're bringing out. I think as far as showcases go, we need the humanness back. And that's the one thing that I did enjoy about board is that there was more humanness in that than there was in in uh in the state of play and uh, i I don't want to say well yes i will say it for nintendo direct i'm going to keep that same energy for them at the end of the day these showcases are pointless that is why e3 is losing it because you don't have enough interaction and you need that interaction. If you remember the times where people, where the developers would actually get in and they would actually play their games on stage and they would explain it. Now they looked, they sounded shaky and they were nervous. You'd be too if you were talking to like thousands upon thousands of fans that were looking, that you're trying to sell your game to. You would be nervous about that too. But at least you got that. You don't even get that anymore. I don't know why people get so hyped over these fucking, over any of these showcases anymore. Just show trailers on YouTube. Just show trailers on Twitter just go to to Facebook or whatever social media platform there are so many avenues that you can add your games on but out of all of them PlayStation has been the absolute worst and they've been playing follow the leader with these showcases and they looked half-assed and then they go to third-party fucking titles and then they and then they let the and then they ride the shoulders of those third-party titles Instead of working on what makes Sony unique, which is their, which is their, uh, which is their exclusive titles. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that the echo chamber that you created? Get Jim Ryan the fuck out of there. If you want to, if you want to be on, let me tell you something, uh, Sony. If you want to be on par, get Jim Ryan the fuck out of there and get like a cool dad like fucking Phil Spencer in there. Just don't, just do the opposite of what he does. Except for inclusiveness, like minus the inclusiveness, do the opposite of what he does. When you have 150 games to announce, bring out games that are actually fucking engaging unlike Phil Spencer. How about that? That's your way to beating them. If you are trying to beat them so bad. But at the end of the day, you are not showing me anything that's impressive. And let me tell you something. Those same people, I watch, and I, I had a scope on I'm not going to name any names. But I had a scope on everybody that had a criticism about, about the Nintendo Direct and the PlayStation. I saw some fair ones, and I think that if you rate this 5 out of 10, if you're like one of those people that want to rate something 5 out of 10, then you can. But if you are rating... Uh, if you, I saw some fair ratings, like they were in the middle. But if you're going to rate this and you're going to say, oh, this is a perfect show, and, you, and then you look at the direct and you say this was absolutely trash, what does that say about the community that, we, that, that we're in? That we can sit there and we can, we can criticize a studio that has, that being Nintendo, has a, a bunch of fucking games, and you could expect them to come out But you can praise the fucking company that has nothing. What does that say? 
Let's look at this objectively. How many actual titles, not third party, has PlayStation 5 had since they've been out? And this is go. This goes for Microsoft too. But since Microsoft didn't have a showcase, I'm going to focus on PlayStation. What have so, what has Sony shown in the last year that will draw you to a PlayStation 5? They have nothing, absolutely nothing. And it makes no sense to praise that. If you're going to get on an industry, this is my, this is my main point for all of, these, all of these showcases, the industry as a whole. If you are going to judge them based off of a certain standard, then hold all of them accountable for that same standard. Not one because you like it more than the other. Because when you when you do that, you then allow the other companies to do, you allow that company to do the exact same thing that you, yourself, say is wrong. And that is why we are in this whole Microsoft versus Sony deal. Because you have been doing this. But put the shoe on the other foot and you know that you can't afford to do the same thing that Microsoft is doing. And that's not to say Microsoft is right for it. They're not. But at the end of the day, you have to have a better case. And you are not making, you are not presenting better arguments. That's why I am not a fan. That's why I love it all. I have every one. If I don't want to play one, then I go to the other. And each one, I have a different reason for playing. But all of the criticisms that I have seen is absolutely, and I mean absolutely garbage. If you're going to talk about this, look at it from a perspective of, well, what are the other businesses doing? You have to actually look at what the what you are a fan of, and then you have to look at the other business, and then you have to say, and you have to compare the two. Is it just as bad? And there are some fans out there that are this reasonable, but for, I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to y'all that criticize everybody else that are like, die hard super fans like you got to open your eyes get out of that echo chamber because i have a bad feeling that something in this industry and i say within the next year is going to shake everything that you thought you knew about the industry these companies don't give a fuck about you and you are not making money by sitting there and being and, and supporting hypocrisy you are not doing that. You're not making anything off of it. In fact, you have thousands of other things that you could be doing with your money besides spending $10,000 for a fucking hat, for a, for a fucking uh, scalped PS5. And it's not even worth it. You who are the same people that will say that if you're a brokey, you shouldn't be gaming. Who the fuck are you to say anything? Who the fuck are you to talk to anybody? Who the fuck are you to pocket watch anybody? When your dumbasses will spend $10,000 on a PS5. And that's just that. Like straight up. So for this showcase, Sony, it was a waste of time. You have been a wa You are wasting your time. You are wasting your customer's time. And you need to focus on what you say makes you best, which is your exclusive content. If you're going to pump out exclusives, if you're going to talk that big shit that you've been talking the whole fucking time, then live by it like you used to. You used to live by that. You used to pump exclusives out by the day. Say what you want. You can make excuses about the coronavirus all you want to, but why is everybody else fucking making it? Why is it that there's other fucking people out there that aren't charging more that aren't charging more for systems that have been out for more than two for over for almost two years now 
Why are they still making a living? Why are they still making a killing? Why are you looking for excuses? Pump out those exclusives. Give people a reason to want a PS5. Stop doing the stop putting games on fucking PS4. Give me a reason to want a PS5. Give me a reason to move from my PS4 to your PS5. Give me a reason. And then, and then, and then you can have a conversation about what is right and what is wrong in the industry. But until then, I think y'all just need, I think Sony, you need to, you would do better without Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, get him the fuck out of here. He's better off selling whatever it is. He could sell soap on a rope, but he he does not look like a gamer. He is not somebody I would go to when it comes to gaming. He is not somebody like, and y'all, and at Sony too, loosen the fuck up. Loosen the fuck up. Y'all look up tight. Every time you do a showcase, you look up tight. Everybody has to dress like, who gives a fuck? This is gaming. This isn't like fucking, this isn't fucking stock markets. We're not fucking, we're not invested. We're not like your big time investors. Fucking, fucking dress, loosen up, dress different. Like fucking look like you're having some fun. Don't look like you have sticks up your asses every time you have a showcase. That's a problem that I've always had with Sony though, with their showcases. Their showcases are so fucking boring. Like they show some um, They've shown some amazing shit over the year, but their showcases are really fucking boring as fuck. Like, they have, like, a bunch of monotone people that come out, and they just announce all this shit, and it's just like they'll announce all these little gadgets and shit that you can purchase on the side, and y'all fall for that shit because, you know, fuck the people that's announcing it. It's all about the game. Great, but, man, you do not make me want to purchase the shit because you look boring. So, I mean, there's so much that y'all could do. Y'all should have stayed at E3. Let me tell you that. And that's it for the show. I'm going to cut it there. Uh, I've gone on my rant. Uh, again, if you want to engage with any of this stuff, I have my Twitter link in, in the descriptions on both the YouTube and the Spotify slash uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'll have everywhere that you can find me in the description as well. Uh, again, starting next month, I will be having exclusive Alecast content coming to patreon so uh if you want to support for just as little as a dollar you can see old episodes of the alicast before it got revamped to this uh and you can also uh you can also catch exclusive content which i will be working on uh with hopefully with other people but uh, i'll have some exclusive content going in behind the scenes and stuff like that so make sure you check that out if you want to and with that being said y'all have a good week i'll have another episode coming out shortly after this one too so y'all have a good week uh don't work too hard and if you do make sure you don't make sure that you're getting paid to do it y'all have a good one i'll see you next time